What's going on? Welcome to the official podcast of The, the Collection, Collection Plate, Plate with Bam and Raphael, where we know all money ain't good money. This week on the main line, with all the chaos going on in the world, I decided to hit up Ralph and see how things were going on with him. So this morning, I you know I usually wake up and get straight on Instagram. I got to stop doing that because I told myself I was gonna just start talking to Jesus when I wake up Please in the morning. Do that before your feet hit the ground. <laughs> but I haven't been you know consistent with that. So. This morning, out of all mornings, I got up and went straight on Instagram, and I ran across this post about a tweet that had um, that was made, and the person had said, never had a babysitter. Mama told me to lock the door and don't open it for nobody. <laughs> and it's so true because my mom always left me at home by myself. I was always cooking, cleaning, doing everything while she went to work, like during the summertime when we didn't have school. Well, you were just a regular old slave. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> just doing the master's work. But um, yeah, I never opened the door. I well, I take the back. I have opened the door for people. But uh <laughs> there were people that mean, I, back doors. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that too. <laughs> Dude, I was the window motherfucker. I was. I was the window motherfucker. <laughs> That's the only person I opened the door for was to get some meat. <laughs> But um, <laughs> anyways, but yeah, my my mama always told me don't open up for nobody. Don't you um be looking at the blinds when they knocking on the door. Don't be like, don't that's be your ass in the house. Like, of course they leaving your ass in the house by yourself. And don't burn down my house. <laughs> What's it? Well, when you bring your ass back home from work and you knocking on the damn door, since I'm not supposed to open the door. Just picture it. You they knocking on the damn door. Open this door. It'd be like, who is it? It's your mama. My mama said not to open the door for nobody. Right. I guess we all can assume that Ralph was skipping class from time to time just to be home alone. Mm-hmm. Tune in next week to see who's on the main line, because clearly it ain't Jesus. All right, y'all. Let's get into these church announcements. Macaulay Culkin and Brenda Song give birth to their first child, Dakota Song Culkin. The couple welcomed the child on Monday in Los Angeles, according to Yahoo News. Now, I did not know that these two were dating or even, I don't I don't know if they're married or not, but I didn't know they was talking to each other. I didn't even know they knew each other. I didn't know that he was still alive. Hell, I thought he died. I thought he died of like an overdose or something like that. Oh no! I think that's one of the Olsen twins. One of them died. No, they're alive. They about dead. They about dead looking. They look about dead. Um, but this is an interesting couple. Like social media reacted to it um, the exact way I thought they would because we were all surprised and shocked that these two were an item and they have a child now. So. Congratulations to them. But um, this is very interesting. We will keep. You guys posted on this uh, couple. I won't because I, I really don't even know. No, you guys who this is London Tipton and this is Kevin McAllister. 
I thought his name was Macaulay Culkin. But we know them as Kevin in London. Kevin in London, who was that? Yeah, that's what their character names were on Home Alone and Sweet Life of Zack and Oh, I, so that's not the dude that played Richie Rich. No. See, that's the reason why I was like, <laughs> oh, okay. Well, yeah, okay. Well, Home Alone. Oh, oh, oh. Kevin. Got you. Yes. Okay, so got it. I thought the nigga, so he's not on drugs. He wants work. Because I could have, yeah. see, that's what I know. I know what. <laughs> Shit, all of them be on drugs. But I know somebody was on drugs and I just didn't, yeah. yeah. Congratulations to you both on your beautiful baby boy. A Louisiana woman has been arrested after refusing to return $1.2 million mistakenly put into her bank account. A former chef's dispatcher in the suburb of New Orleans has been arrested, accused of refusing to return more than $1.2 million that had been accidentally deposited into her brokerage account. Keelan Spadoni, age 33, was taken into custody Wednesday on charges of theft, value over $25,000, bank fraud, and illegal transmission of monetary funds. The report said that she was fired by the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office after her arrest. Spadoni has been held in the Jefferson Parish Correctional Center on a $50,000 bond it was unknown if she has an attorney who could speak on her behalf. Now, if $1.2 million gets deposited into my bank account or brokerage account or whatever account I have possession of, I'm going to surely make sure that I'm holding on to that motherfucker tight. First of all, that ain't my fault that y'all misplaced $1.2 million. That's not my fault. Why I gotta go to jail? So y'all put money in my account. Y'all put that in my account. So I kind of feel like that's that's mine. That's why I don't like about the government. If you if you go whoever it come from, banks and whatnot have you. If you make a huge mistake like that, I feel like I should get a huge reward for that. Because I feel like God blessed me with that money. I'm not giving nothing back, but so apparently she got she got arrested because did she spend it or did she ain't give it back? Well, here's the rest. <laughs> Spadoni is accused of immediately moving the funds to another account and using some of the money to buy a new car <laughs> and a house. <laughs> Authority said. Authority said a clerical error had caused Charles Swab, a major financial services corporation, to deposit more than one point two million dollars into her bank her bank brokerage account when it only meant to transfer about $82. <laughs> oh, they tried to play with sis. Back they in February. <laughs> 80, how did you... How? That's what I'm saying. Ooh. That was God saying that belonged to me. <laughs> and then she was smart. Well, actually she was because she went and spent it, right? And she bought cars and shit like that. So whoever holding on to that car... If you're listening, just go take the car. This bitch went and bought her Maserati. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. So go ahead on and just go ahead and pawn that bitch and get that money. Allegedly. Shit. It could be me. Y'all don't know I did it. They said when the bank attempted to reclaim the money, the request was rejected because (laughs) the money was not available. It it better not have been. Insufficient funds. Exactly. I'm telling you. But you see, but how how do you... And then they... And then they go to fire her. 
over the, you know, over her moving the money through accounts. Like, hold on, wait. So, hold on. This woman, she worked at the bank? She worked at the sheriff's office. The oh, they fired her, then they arrested her. Because they found out what she had done with money that didn't belong to her, technically. If somebody deposits something, okay, we're going to ask the people. So, actually, I can leave it in the comments after this podcast over. So, if somebody deposit a huge lump sum of money in your account, who does it belong to? I feel like that that has nothing to do with a system error. That's mine. That's That's mine. I'm going to keep it. Call it what you want to. But sis, you did right. Um, and if y'all love that woman like y'all say y'all do, I would feel like y'all should start a GoFundMe account for her. So that way her court fees and her uh, and her bond is paid. Well, her, yeah, her bond is paid. Her bond should be paid. Right. I think that's what I think. I think that's that's only fair. Y'all y'all messing up. Yeah, I think it's a bunch of bullshit. It but. is. <laughs> Shit, listen. You did the right thing, sis. You got my vote. <laughs> hey, Auntie. <laughs> Another thing that doesn't have my vote is the Johnson & Johnson vaccine is causing blood clots, according to the CDC. So you mean to tell me that a virus that has been going on that is, I'm sorry, is one of the most deadliest viruses that we've had ever. You mean to tell me it took y'all 33 minutes to create a vaccine. <laughs> Just 33 minutes. I'm not going to say 30 minutes because they felt bad and they gave them another three minutes to try to figure out what works and what doesn't work. Last time I checked, Johnson & Johnson made damn baby lotion. Johnson & Johnson is supposed to make baby powder. Supposed to make tear-free shampoo. Baby oil. That was baby oil they was damn injecting into these people. And if you got it and you feel a little lubricant... <laughs> lubricated that's what that was that wasn't every, a vaccine everybody knows not to get the fucking Johnson and Johnson where did that like where did that even like you know stem from how did Johnson and Johnson even get on board with the whole oh hey I'm gonna help you guys make a uh make a, a version of the uh COVID vaccine, COVID nineteen vaccine. I don't understand. That's that. the shit that the Trump administration had came up decided to do with right John, before with his Johnson ass got Johnson. out. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's trying to kill y'all, motherfuckers. <laughs> trying to get y'all out of here. I think I really feel like um, instead of them rushing the vaccine and reaching out to third party vendors, and I'm yes, I said third party vendors such as Johnson and Johnson. Y'all need to keep it to the CDC and keep it to the um, doctors and the medical examiners that know what the freak they're doing because it makes no sense for everybody trying to get a piece of a pie that's already infected. You already know the pie is old. The pie is it's got fungus on it. Why you Why you want a piece of that? Oh, you just I, want to be a part of it. I don't know why one company just could make the fucking vaccine. Just one. Why it had to be three companies making the vaccine like so what is it johnson johnson this pfizer and what else and moderna well everybody's doing the pfizer yeah but recently a man came out and said Hell that no. somehow his first dose was moderna and his second dose was pfizer i thought you're supposed to get three consecutive is it two it's, or three it's two i thought you were to get two now. of the consecutive of two consecutive one not two different ones 
Yes, supposed to be consecutive, but they're saying that he didn't know that he had received different doses. Why didn't doses. you know that you get a fucking card? Girl, people, these people trying to get some money. They trying to sue. And then they said, um, I saw, I was reading some, another article about, uh, I think it's like one out of every nine people. It's like a very low percentage. So they saying, um, I saw a few comments saying, so you mean to tell me they're going to stop production on uh, um on a vaccine because one out of, I think it was like, what, 90? It was nine. It was a very low number. Yes, because why why would you want to keep creating that blood blood clotting? Do you know how many people who have sickle cell um, anemia who have um, blood clotting issues or just they, they blood clot too much? Like And it was blood clotting in the brain to the, be exact. <laughs> and that's what that right there is an aneurysm waiting yeah, to happen. Yeah. So do you have another issue that you have on your hands? Johnson Johnson loved them old nasty class action lawsuit. <laughs> At this point. Just like the gorilla glue. Oh. Don't well, get me started with her. Listen. <laughs> she done got her little money and she left. Oh, she never mind. She got her she got her money. She did. Mm. They did like a little she did like a GoFundMe. She did it. CDC declares racism as a health effect against the nation. You think? <laughs> that shit been going on since they created the damn country. I feel like CDC has a lot to do with... Everything. <laughs> that? Yeah, I'm going to just say everything. Because I feel like at times... You have so many different people in their theories... And they sit in these laboratories. And technically, they're using humans as guinea pigs anyway. The damn Nazis was putting fucking bleach in the damn, uh, in the faucet water way back when as a, um, as a, as a control, uh, tactic. Hell, they was putting, uh, herpes in, um, what's the other shit called? I think it was, no, it was syphilis. 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 And Africans. Yeah, and, um, the... They told black people if you um, if you take this vaccine, another vaccine, if you take this shot, they'll give you free health care. You know, back in like the late fifties or mm-hmm. when that act, when that um, epidemic that um, epidemic happened, they were saying, "Hey, we'll give you free health care." But it wasn't until like maybe like a few years ago that these people's families of the ones who passed away a long time ago Fair was enough. being. Uh, uh, reimbursed, not reimbursed, but um, they were yeah, basically reimbursed and basically saying, "Hey, we sorry this happened to your family," and it was just a punk ass little public apology. Mm-hmm. That's all they got. They still ain't, they, you know, they can't get their families back. They can't undo the damage that has happened that has happened to them. So I feel like the CDC know what they're doing, and that's the reason why I'm not taking that damn vaccine. I'm not, I'm not taking it. Nah, I still gonna, haven't taken it yet either. I'm not gonna do it. I'm gonna continue to take. But we're gonna uh, we're gonna encourage you guys to go out there and get it. I'm not because I wouldn't want nobody encouraging me. <laughs> I wouldn't the right want nobody thing encouraging to me to do that shit. <laughs> I'm not gonna do that. I don't. I don't want uh, uh, mushroom uh, heads growing out of the back of my neck. I don't know what the fuck you putting in this stuff. Speaking of, um, you know, recognition. Little Nas and his mother situation. So, a lot of people had a lot to say about that. Why didn't he get his mother off the street? Why didn't he do this? Why didn't he do that? Let's be clear. 
can we please leave certain situations? I'm sorry. Yes. Leave certain situations alone when it comes to people who live in the spotlight. And when I say people who live in the spotlight, we're talking about these entertainers. There's reasons why they didn't do what they didn't do with their family. And if you feel so strongly about it, maybe you should do something for them. But he also went into, I will say Little Nas went into explaining why he didn't do what people think that he or feel that he should have did. Because if you've been following him on TikTok, he had actually put a story out on how he came to be. He had to basically scratch his way and claw his way to the top to where he was. It wasn't always easy for him. Also, he had had a um, strenuous past family history with, you know, his family members, well, actually his mother being on drugs. And, you know, if I'm not mistaken, I want to say his little brother, because he has a little brother, correct? I think he mm. has a little brother. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he was looking out for his little brother, too. So in a sense, he did do his mother justice. He couldn't get his mother off the drugs, but what he did was he stepped up and been and bit and actually uh, filled the shoes of a big brother and a male role model for his brother. And congratulations to his little brother for graduating because uh, all this shit that's going on in the world, a lot of black boys don't even make it out of high school good enough right. before somebody come and shoot them. So again, if that man chose to not. Uh, enable his mom's um, addiction by him going and making something of himself. That's the best gift you could ever give to your parent by going out here and making something of yourself. So I give my applaud to you, Little Nas. No, I have not listened to a lot of your music outside of Old Town Road, but I will say that you have my vote and I don't feel like what you didn't do based off of what everybody else think you should do was wrong. Continue to grind, keep shining, and I wish you the but the best. And this is after backlash uh, of a video surfacing over the weekend of his mother soliciting money in Atlanta, um, soliciting money with a sign, you know, like a homeless. Yeah, like work for food. And um, his father actually came to his defense mm -hmm. um, for him, but he pushed out a statement saying, "I hate speaking on my personal life, but y'all niggas don't know how many nights I cried myself to sleep feeling guilty." Because nothing I tried would help my mom. Paint me as the bad guy all you want, but at the end of the day, you don't know me outside this internet shit. And that's some real shit. Stay out of people's fucking business. Stay in your lane. In your lane. Watch your lane. Shit, speak. <laughs> stay in your lane. Stay, stay in your neighborhood. Stay in your neighborhood. Right, and stay in your house. Stay in your house. And <laughs> not on the sidewalk. An army sergeant arrested for harassing black for a, harassing a black man in South Carolina. Now you know how we feel about people in uniform. If you don't know, I wore the uniform, and Ralph he currently wears a uniform, and we both were is NCOs leaders. Why do you think that it was remotely okay, Sergeant First Class, to harass a black gentleman, a black young gentleman, because one, you've, you've never saw him before, allegedly. Two, 
and he was walking in the neighborhood that he lived in. Mm -hmm. What was the problem? What, what, why did you think that it was remotely okay? And that's the reason why I think they're going to fry his ass as soon as they get an opportunity. And even he went as far as in saying, you don't belong here, motherfucker. Like, how you going to tell somebody they don't, they don't belong on a sidewalk in the neighborhood that they live in? How do you know what house he live in? And I know I know he stated that it's a very tight knit community that that he lived that they live That's in and whatever. And I'm like, so you know every single, single person, person that stay in each single house in this huge ass community in South in Columbia. Clearly he do. He know everybody. <laughs> he know what car they fucking drive. He knows what time they leave from home. They know what time he know what time they get back home. They know what he know what time the kids get off the bus. He know all that stuff. You gotta know everything. I just and if you haven't watched the video, I mean it's pretty much everywhere. Um, even yeah, definitely made the news. But um, the guy was like being overly aggressive, like. Talking about, I'm going to, you know, if you don't move, I'm going to pick you up. I'm going to show you what I'm about and this and that. And I feel like that's that army men- army mentality shit. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the bullshit that, you know, we had to endure during basic training. And him also being in a trade arc, you know, environment. Fucking he automatically felt like he, it was okay for him to say that because he's he so used to somebody. saying it to mm-hmm. somebody. Or he probably thought they was like one of the trainees or something like that. But right. even if that was the case, he's not even... First of all, I take that back. He couldn't have thought that was a trainee because the time of the day that it was, they're still... They're, they don't even they don't even be home. Right, but the thing is they're in civilian. He's in civilians. The, the child or the young man was in civilians. And he just wasn't minding his fucking business. This is true. This is very true. You know, so. And that's what happens when you don't mind your business because oh. <laughs> later on that day, they had a riot of the motherfuckers, Outside the whole community <laughs> in front of his house. Right. They, you had some people out there had them uh, had pizza and juice. Cause they were set, they were set up out there. They were set up like, come outside, let's talk. to Oh uh, yeah, I think talk. it was. I think they were yelling at his wife on the on the bullhorn. Did you see you what know? the wife looked like? No, you didn't see the picture. The like? dependipotamus uh, picture. Uh uh-uh. uh I'm at. I'm what she look like? Peppa Pig. Speaking of harassment, Representative Maxine Waters was a hot topic in the ongoing Derek Chavon's case, according to multiple sources. What is encouraged demonstrators to get more active, more confrontational, and make sure we mean business. After the statement was made, Siobhan's defense attorney requested an appeal, but Judge Peter Cahill rejected the appeal requested by Eric Nelson, but went on to say, I wish elected officials would stop talking about this case, especially in a manner that is disrespectful to the rule of law in the judicial branch. Get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. Why? Because didn't we just have a president in office that basically promoted white supremacy and allow rioters to come attack the Capitol? I just don't understand. I really don't. But as soon as someone speaks life into things that people try to kill and put up under the rug, it's a problem. So what we're going to do at this point, we're going to just go ahead and let you guys hear a small clip of 
the conversation that went on between um, Eric and Judge Peter. And you guys can, you know, make your own opinion based off of that. I'm aware of the media reports. I'm aware that Congresswoman Waters was talking specifically about this trial and about the unacceptability of uh, anything less than a murder conviction and talk about being confrontational, but you can submit the press articles about that. This goes back to what I've been saying from the beginning. I wish elected officials would stop talking about this case, especially in a manner that is disrespectful to the rule of law and to the judicial branch in our function. Singer Bobby Brown says he believes Nick Gordon is to blame for his ex-wife Whitney Houston and daughter Bobby Christina's death. So there's been a lot of back and forth over the years about who's to blame for the death of Whitney Houston and his and Bobby Brown's daughter, um, Bob Christina. Um, many, many people have chalked it up to be about drugs and Bobby Brown said he thinks differently. According to TMZ, Bobby Brown re recently sat down with Red Table Talk with Jada Pinkett Smith and discussed the tragic deaths of his ex-wife and his daughter. Bobby revealed that he thinks that Nick Gordon is solely responsible for the deaths, um, allegedly. Now, Nick was found legally liable for Bobby Christina's death, but when Bobby Brown was asked if he think Nick is responsible for Whitney's death, he responded, I believe so. Bobby goes on to mention how Nick was present for both deaths, and he was known for supplying party favors, quote-unquote, to the family. Gordon was never charged in the death of Bobby Christina, even though he was heavily connected as for Whitney's death as well. Nick was never a known suspect, even though he was present at the time of her death. Now, this story is really sad. Um, and it's really sad to say because Nick is now dead um, himself from a drug overdose. You're talking about the guy that was blamed for the death of Whitney. When did he die? He died not too far after Bob Christina passed away. Because, you know, he had started... The family started um, put out a lawsuit against him for millions of dollars um, for the death of Bob Christina because they said he was to blame. And I believe he he either took his own life on overdose, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but yeah, he has passed away as well. So I guess Bobby is just really, you know, thinking now, you know, comfort. you know, like what could he be possibly the person that helped contribute to Whitney's death as well. Cause he, cause he was at both. Cause um, what you say, his name was like Nick or something like that. Mm -hmm. uh, wasn't he present for both of the deaths? Yeah, he was present in both. Yeah. And you see, stuff like that is what makes the eyebrow raise. And because he's dead, it's kind of like I feel I feel bad for Bobby Brown. I really do. Because he caught a lot of hell from a lot of people. Oh, you gave her the drugs. You gave her the drugs. And for years. For years. <laughs> and what's crazy is Whitney even said herself, and you can find this on a on a, a lot of the interviews she did or videos she would say that she was dibbling dabbling and that stuff way before way before bobby was in the picture right way before bobby was in the picture and so i just kind of feel like 
he's really and then you can look and tell he just really don't get no sleep like he's, yeah, he's like he looks, he's hurt he's hurt behind everything yeah. that's happening and i feel really bad for him but i really feel like how ironic this man is dead i didn't even know he died i didn't even know he died because this story that when he came up i'm thinking that this man you know he's still alive Mm-mm. nope you think he killed himself to avoid the punishment um no i think he killed himself based off of the relationship that he had with our christina and he know he had the things he had done before prior to her death of that on that day mm-hmm. um if you go back and read the story, you'll find out. I don't want to get too far into that. Mm-hmm. But the things he had did to her, you know, before she passed away, the guilt probably got to him and killed him. That's what I'm saying. Like, he killed himself right. based off of the guilt. That's something there. Yeah, he so. killed himself off the guilt. So, But no, rest in peace to the voice and her beautiful daughter and may Bobby um, find some type of peace because... He needs it. He needs a lot of it at this step, honestly. Students of color option and slave trade group message by Texas high schoolers. A North Texas school district is condemning the acts of students who reportedly assign prices to students of color in a slave trade option Snapchat group message. The Alito Independent School District released a statement on Monday denouncing the actions of students at the Daniel ninth grade campus who were bullying and harassing other students based on their race. The name of the group message changed multiple times. The Fort Worth Star-Telegram reported using a racial slur in the name of many instances. In the group message, one student said a student was worth a dollar and the price would be better if his hair wasn't so bad. According Mm. to a photo the group chat shared with US Today. The group message also had emojis with a police officer pointing his gun at a black farmer. Parker County NAACP President Eddie Burnett hasn't spoken to the students who were bullied in the group message, but said he can imagine the pain and embarrassment from suffering similar things in an era where social media wasn't around. Well, according to USA Today, Alito, Texas is about 20 miles away from Fort Worth and predominantly white. Of the 413 graduates in 2018 to 2019 at, Dan- at the Daniel Ninth grade campus, mm-hmm. only seven were black out of, four- out of 413 graduates. Seven students were black. 347 graduates were white and 45 were Hispanic. That's all about the ass. Where the Hispanics at? But shit, they still outnumber. Seven. That's a lonely number, but it's also the number of completion. I think you That's the word. That's the word. The number of completion. Whoever those seven black children are, where they are seven men, seven little boys, or seven little girls, those seven kids is going to make a huge difference 15 years from now. Hell, no, I'm going to take that back. I'm going to say the next five years. It is so. A new stimulus check is on the way working families can look forward to receiving monthly stimulus checks as early as july the irs now reports thanks to president money bad joe biden 1.9 trillion dollar covid 19 relief package families can expect up to 3600 dollars per child in 2021 according to the publication every household with children that qualify for the recent 
$1,400 stimulus payment can expect to receive the money via the expanded child credit. Families led by a couple earning less than $150,000 or even an individual making under $75,000 is set to receive a $250 monthly payment for each child ages 6 to 17 from July through December 2021. For children under 6, you'll receive $300. In total, depending on your child's age, you can receive up to $3,600 within this year. Now, even though there's some type of form of financial support from the government, it's still some bullshit because $3,600 to cover a whole entire year for a child. That's one child. That's enough for about what? (laughs) 12 cases of pamphlets and 12 meals. If that. America and they bullshit once again with trying to shush the public and and their citizens up with a little small stimulus check once again speaking of america good morning america did an interview with former bachelor star colton underwood it seems as though mr underwood is ready to live in his truth according to the interview colton went on to say i've ran from myself for a long time i've hated myself for a long time he realized he had to come to terms with himself by admitting he was gay Now, of course, we all know that, you know, coming out as gay is like a hard thing to do. But apparently, if you are a celebrity, it's looked at as like the next thing closest to sliced bread. What I found interesting about this interview, amongst a long list of other things, was that he chose to admit he was gay during the pandemic. He said that that was a year it made people look at themselves and stop running from what they really are. So Mama Rona is turning people gay? Okay, Colton. (laughs) Something else seems to be making people upset and or uneasy about him coming out is how everyone, to include the media, is ignoring the fact that Mr. Underwood has alleged stalking harassment charges from his ex-girlfriend, Cassie Randolph. Apparently, when he came out, he didn't talk about anything that went on with his ex-girlfriend. Even though how... They painted it. It was kind of like the cast members um, was supporting him and shit like that or whatever the case may be. But he never talked about that. And I feel like he should talk about it. Because any two times somebody is finding tracking devices on their car or you're sending text messages, weird ass text messages repeatedly to an ex that you no longer are interested in or have a... uh, sexual urge for you shouldn't be sending him nothing um and even though as a gay male you know i'm happy from coming out but let's not act like harassment toward anybody is just like a little piece of dust that's up under the rug but again like i said i hope at some point he does confirm or deny because it seems like he did a really good job at painting this narrative that keeps his um job or his image you know what I'm saying, intact. But apparently, uh, Cassie, she isn't doing so good with it because she feels like he should say something about it. And because allegedly the charges have been dropped, it's kind of like she's still looking out for his career. It's kind of like, why, if you know that a person did some fucked up shit to you, 
you trying to be the good person it only does it is good to be the good person but it just really messes you up in the end because they you know they making the sign did for Tory Lanez. That makes sense. She dropped the fucking charges for him. To make his to make his career look good so people won't eat his ass up. But again Women miss- stop doing that bullshit because you would want you would want if somebody beat your ass, you would want somebody to press charges immediately for whooping your immediately. ass. Immediately. So stop stop giving these niggas a pass on everything. And Miss okay. Colton, stop trying to cover up the shit that you done did in your past. By coming out, and then Netflix to sit there and sign a deal with them just because he came out. He came out about it. Netflix. Netflix has signed a deal with Miss Underwood <laughs> on a new show. To talk about what? Okay. Probably about him being gay. We we don't know what the show is going to be about yet, but. Okay. Well, congratulations, Mr. Underwood. Well, I'm sorry, Miss Underwood. Um, may the gay community welcome you with open arms and to our ladies just because he looked like that don't don't support that bullshit but hey it is what it is next (laughs) need promo for your business or services here on the collection plate podcast We have hundreds of thousands of new monthly listeners waiting to hear about the hottest new thing. Email us at askthecollectionplate at gmail.com and be sure to include your name, your business name, and website or social media page in the email inquiry. We understand the struggle of small business promotion. That's why we're here to help. Again, that's askthecollectionplate at gmail.com. Advertise with us today. In this week's sermon, we dive into the world of TikTok. TikTok is an app that can be used for creating and sharing short videos. It was created back in 2016 and has over 689 million users monthly. As of 2020, the popular video app has been downloaded more than 2 billion times worldwide on both the Apple and Google stores. Another big reason why TikTok is so dominant is because of the prevalence of trends such as dance challenges for popular songs or videos aligned with popular in-app filters. When users upload a video, the audio of that particular video can be lip-synced or used by other users. The algorithm prioritizes content that fits certain online trends that are popular at the moment. Since hot trends tend to gain more engagement, other users will frequently join in and create content that aligns with those trends. A big reason why trends emerge on TikTok is its audio system. When users upload a video, the audio of that particular video can be lip synced or used by other users, as I mentioned before. For example, if someone creates a remix of a popular song, that specific audio clip can eventually be used in thousands of other videos. This is also a big reason why TikTok has become the dominant way that songs garner streams and grow on pop music charts like billboards and Rolling Stones. Many of the biggest and most dominant hits of the last two years originated from TikTok trends. Sometimes obscure or old songs can get an unexpected boost as well. Now that we had a chance to explain what TikTok is, let's reflect back on what we've known music to be. Music before TikTok consisted of radio plays, CDs, iPods, LimeWire, MySpace, cassette tapes, and the list goes on and on. So I noticed that you said something about LimeWire. So I'm just going to touch on that real quick. Remember when we used to have to go through viruses and infect our computers and it would take like hours on end to download the next hottest song? Like 
and probably I'm telling my age, and I'm pretty sure other people that's listening, they know what line wire can do to a, a PC. It can definitely tear it up. But um, I had a lot of fun downloading like music. I wasn't really thinking about, you know, challenges and stuff like that. Like, and again, like it really wasn't known like that. But then you had MySpace, like you said. I don't know how other people families was or parents was but i know i couldn't have a myspace until i was like 14 years old and i remember having like different music videos on my myspace page it was just fun like to see the actual music video to see the visuals of it then you had like the ipods now you got the iP- the ipods have turned into like cell phones actually your cell phone is the ipod because it held houses all your music then like the damn ipad oh yeah oh yeah the ipads too the ipads too and then radio like remember when you i know in high school when it was time to come home from school and i want to say around like maybe like mm, between three and four they played all the hottest new music everything that came out what we was talking about during lunch because you know you can't really play it you know like that um depending on what high school you went to but the high school i went to like they allowed you to play your music but you couldn't really get into it with your other friends and like be like yo did you hear so-and-so because you ain't have but that much time to eat your lunch but i definitely remember rushing home turning the radio on getting extremely excited about what was going to play or who was dropping something, even though the night before, you know, watching BET and whatnot have you. And speaking of which, you know, music video shows like VH, not VH1, but like MTV, um, no, VH1 and MTV videos, um, 106 and Park, Cedar's World, and TRL. Like, that was the highlight. That is what a lot of artists was banking on how many times the videos would get played. So that way we can actually see what the artists are doing, seeing what they're coming up with. Especially like, you know, with Missy Elliott, she was the visual queen. She was, I honestly feel like she still is. We knew Missy Elliott was gonna come out with some with some hot shit, like we was expecting that. Then you had Sierra, she was a hot commodity too. Um, all her dance videos, those that was the TikTok. That was the TikTok of our time. And I get it. We live in a time where, you know, this generation, it's like, hey, they want the challenges. But the problem that we're running into is when the artists come up with the videos, the viewers are expecting to see the challenge because they've gotten so programmed to seeing the challenges instead of seeing the content that the artist puts out. Now, don't get me wrong, you know, TikTok says it helps the artist, and it does, because if there's an artist that puts something out and we never heard the music before, but we're steady seeing the challenges, they are still getting, you know, streams, and they're still, like, again, like we had mentioned before, they are going on billboards, but I really feel like it's a crutch, too. It's crippling them, too, as well, because who's to say that they drop something, they drop a, they drop a song or whatever, and it flops because TikTok isn't making it more popular than it should be. Right. So now we have all these different artists uh, coming out with different songs to basically just please the TikTok community instead of really being authentic with their music 
and promoting it and how we used to promote it through Wild System Park and TRL and MTV videos and so on and so on. So now we've gotten to a point where we have to get used to dance challenges and social media posts about singles possibly coming out or albums coming out um, instead of them actually going out to promote it themselves in person on TV and actually having live concerts for their fans and being more interactive with their fans. I haven't seen anybody recently go into a club or meet up at a, you know, event space somewhere to actually get close to their fans and really thank their fans for all their continuous support of them. And it's sad to say, but it just may be a thing of the past because everybody's just gotten lazy with their music careers so far. And how they just allow their music to rely strictly on TikTok. Like you said, like, why is it? And I get it. And we're not trying to say that go against, you know, CDC guidelines. And we understand that COVID has really put a damper on a lot of um, entertainers' uh, jobs. Like, actually, actually put a damper on their careers. So... It's kind of like a double-edged sword. However, the same way that it can just, like you said, drop some mediocre shit and then be like, okay, well, this is some mediocre music or whatever the case may be. We're going to just let TikTok do the rest of it. So what about the people? What about your true fans that expect, you know, nothing but greatness from you and then you put out this garbage? Like, I'm not understanding how that's, conducive to what you're trying to do you're trying to build as an artist and then you have artists out here who aren't as known who basically don't have that type of platform that the the cardis do and the you know the megan stallions and the all the other known artists that are already established what about the ones who are trying to come up they have to literally they're actually i feel like they're working harder than the actual the artists that are already out there, um, well, there's there's a few artists that I follow. Um, um, Nathan, he was from um, American Idol. You have um, another young lady. I cannot think of her name, but she has a beautiful voice. Um, artists like that, they're actually putting in the footwork. But let's be clear about that as well. You know, Megan Thee Stallion's career has jumped off because of TikTok, and all of the challenges that surrounded her, you know, hit singles like Savage and Captain Hook and all that. So I feel like it really elevated her career really fast, probably faster than Cardi's. Cardi's took about two years. Megan took about took about one year. I we also got to think about it. Like when Meg really came out, she came out during COVID. And with COVID being around, of course... Everybody locked in the house. So the music that she came out with, it was something that was going to get you up and going while you was on lockdown. But of course, Cardi had came out way before we even knew about a pandemic. And I think she was doing pretty damn well. It's not because she's one of my faves, but you just got to give credit where it is. I'm not saying she's the best rapper in the world because we all know that's not accurate. However, the music that she put out, it was her visuals. 
a lot of her videos had a lot of great visuals. Money was another great one. That was highly anticipated. A lot of people didn't really like it when it first hit, but you had to you had to watch the video for its entirety. TikTok really wasn't really hitting on, you know, that like talking about it. Now, again, like you said, Meg did take off with TikTok. And it took her, like you said, like a year. But if they didn't have that, then what? So I guess I guess what we're really trying to say is like it's hard for us to fall in love with our artists how we used to. Mm-hmm. Because if Cardi if Cardi was in the era of 106 in the Park and MCV videos and I TRL, her still. yeah, easily. But it would have just made it. It would have just drew us in a lot more, mm-hmm. waiting and, antici- and anticipating those videos mm-hmm. because she has great visuals, hands Amazing. down. She did. <laughs> and so, if that was to pop up on 106 and Park streams while I'm just getting out of school, oh, I can't wait to get home. Oh, I'm about to be up glue. in my bedroom quickly. Listen, glue and I, and I, and Meg has some good visuals too. Mm-hmm. She do, and you know I, I love her too. Like and at I no point too. we are tying them together or making them, them go head to other. head with each other. We're just talking about you know how good they are with their songs and visuals. And if we and if they didn't have TikTok, I really feel like they would still do equally as well. And I like the fact that they collab together. But the thing is, like, what when? Are we, as the viewers and the listeners, going to be able to go back to appreciating the hard work? Because let's be clear, these technicians, these um, people who are bringing these ideas from these artists to life, they're not really getting no recognition other than if somebody do say, hey, thanks to so-and-so, this video came true before TikTok has already Taking away the visual was just more so the challenges. Right. Think about it. And I know I, some people don't like bringing it up, you know, but I'm going to bring it up anyway because I love her. That's wifey forever. Aaliyah, she was the, the girl next door. It was all of her videos was just pure. All, all of the Aaliyah fans, like they knew they was going to get amazing content from her. But let's say she was still living today. Do you think that she would have went along with that? I don't think she would have. Perfect case to point. Beyonce hasn't even jumped on that TikTok thing. She's still making great music. And you know how I feel about her. Right. I'm not the biggest mm-hmm. fan of hers. But Neither I will. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I will say she's staying true to her artistry. Right. She's not. Like she you know, she said, y'all, all these artists dropping these, these quick ass, you know, singles or whatever. Hoping to just relax. We can't just sit here and pretend like there's artists aren't out there that aren't putting in the footwork. But I, I guess I, I get what the, what the artists are trying to do at this time. Like they're just they're using their music to get at the, this generation because they know that generation loves TikTok. So hey, we're going to use the platform that they love to use that they're fucking addicted to, and why not put our music out there for them to create something to it so it, it can blow us up even more? Why not? That's why I say it's a double-edged sword. I mean, it is. It's a great business move. That's what it is. Because if anybody can make money off of something by just allowing it to work for you, then why not? I just really wish that at some point we could get back to, you know, the authentic music videos. But if we really think about it, authentic music videos 
really is a thing of a, of the past because I feel like nowadays artists just worry about if their record is going to hit number one, is it going to be on the charts? Mm -hmm. Artists aren't putting in the work to actually go record a music video nowadays. They not. They don't. <laughs> they just fucking lazy. Like I know we keep talking about Cardi and Meg, but they actually go. They actually like doing music videos and producing records that's still going to hit the charts regardless. Mm -hmm. And they know that. Um, even I give props to Lil Nas X for his continuous. He, he likes to do music videos as well. Mm -hmm. But, you know, as a lot of artists, especially new artists that come out and they don't produce a new music video. Just how we talked about the other the other day about um, City Boy J and Mooski situation. Mm -hmm. How the TikTok dance that City Boy J did mm -hmm. really skyrocketed um, and went viral. Mm -hmm. And it really boosted uh, Mooski's song. Why is his name Mooski? Yes. Yeah. It boosted uh, Mooski's song. Mm -hmm. And he didn't even put the video out yet. He put the video out after the dance went viral. And then, of course, not, decided not to put City Boy J in the video. It's, but, it's like... But it's, that's just like... Was it... Do you... I mean, how can I say it? Because we already spoke on, like, do, do you blame the person who didn't uh, um, acknowledge him or not? But in that moment, do you knock the artist for allowing a platform to do the work for them? Even though I know we're talking about artists being lazy, but do you would you blame him for not putting the but, work in? But see, the thing is, he probably wasn't even going to put out a music video until after if the, the song if the song didn't even blow up like he probably he probably wasn't even thinking about putting the music video out there mm -hmm. so it's like what <laughs> it's like you you want to you want to film a video now after the song is you know went on of course it went on the radio play mm -hmm. because of how popular this generation is making it to be so like my thing is do you ever see well, shoot, I can ask anybody's listening. Do you or y'all ever see, foresee music videos being the same without TikTok? I have hope for it. I'm going to say no, because now we move into an era of technology, technology, technology. Mm -hmm. So, with technology in our hands and on the go everywhere, who's sitting at home watching TV? I mean, you can watch um, TV on your phone, can't you? Like with yeah. live cable, you know? Yeah, yeah. easily. But like, they want I, I guess what quick. I'm saying, just yeah, like for the quick. whole experience, nobody's going to sit there and watch One Hundred Six in the Park um, for all ten, all the top ten videos that That's they good. have. Because they need to bring that back. This generation has a short attention span. They do, and that's because this these electronics and social media has you know liquefied their brains into right. thinking that this is what the the you know what world what life is. And another thing, you can't even match the artist the new these new artists face to the song. Um, since we've let go of one of us apart, because you yeah. know I. Nowadays, I hear a song and I'm thinking it's somebody that nigga sound like Future. That nigga sound like Young Thug. So I'm, I'm like, I'm, that's who I'm automatically thinking of. And then when you go to look for the person, you're like, damn, that's who that is. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and not, and not even expecting it to be that person. Right. I just wish that the artists who are coming up, I'm gonna say underground artists, the ones who aren't mainstream. 
I just wish, I just hope that artists who keep the authentic, um, hard work ethic going. And I hope that some of these artists who are out there, see them coming up, they tap back into, you know, well, let me, let me bust my ass a little bit more. Let me work a little bit harder. And again, I know we spoke about it before, but don't use COVID as a fucking excuse to give out mediocre ass music. Right. And then allowing a a app, let's be clear, an app do all the work for you. You can't just sit here and just start something and then expect another person or a pop I'm sorry, or a business to do the work for you. Now, are you paying TikTok to run to run your music like that because Based off of what TikTok is doing, they're allowing the artists to get all these streams and get on billboards and whatnot have you. Right. What is the so, artist doing to, you know, to compensate that? Don't nobody, don't nobody think about that that way. But art- you got artists out here busting their ass that's trying to come up. That's bullshit. And artists are using these singles, just singles to, you know, to put out to their fans as a quick, as a quick in a hurry type of thing. Like you just throwing a singer out there and not giving a full, you know, plate of work through an album. What's the rush though? I'm well. I'm not saying it's a rush, but like it's it's like you right. It's quick. Yeah, it's like I'm it's just I'm just get them this and and that's it. AKA Cardi. <laughs> I wouldn't. I can't. I don't. She came I, out with what after like a you know a break from Invasion of Privacy, and then she came out with Up in 2021. As a way to, I guess, like keep, promote, keep, yeah, keep herself relevant. But you well, know, she doing other things too. Okay, okay, well, let's let's get off of Cardi. We've been waiting Meg. on the album, though. We are. Well, let's okay. Well, how about this? Let's get off of Cardi and Meg. How about Rihanna? Because well, my listen, my bitch, she been working. She has been right. working, but she hasn't came out with an album with um since was that 2017? What was that? Anti, if I'm yeah, not mistaken, seventeen. And but she's doing other things now. Again, she didn't have no TikTok. That was just straight up being an artist, putting in the work. That's the reason why I respect Rihanna. I respect Beyonce. I respect all these other artists who stay true to what they're doing. Nikki, if you're gonna say Rihanna and Beyonce, you're gonna say Nikki. That's the holy trinity. You already said it. I don't need to say it. Well, I said, you said it. R and B. I said it. You you said it. I didn't. I didn't have to say it. You said it. I mean, I know. You know. Shout out to Nick. You know. Shout out to Nick. That's very big of you. It is. Mm-hmm. I don't have an issue with her. I really, I really, I, I really don't. I don't have a. I don't have an issue with her. Um, and like again, like I said, I, I earned a new respect of her based off of that interview she had with Joe Budden. But everybody knows Joe Budden is a narcissist. So. That's just oh. what it is. He is. <laughs> she she called him one, and he know. He, and it's crazy because he know he won. But I mean, I just want artists to realize that there are people who I guess we're stuck in a generation. We stuck in a you know old school generation that we expect more of you. We understand you want to take a take a break. You want to go on a hiatus and whatnot have you. But don't keep coming out with these little quick. These little quick uh, tracks, and then uh, lean on TikTok. Yeah, because I, t- TikTok is not for you to introduce music. It's TikTok, really not. TikTok was like it said. You can Google it. It says it's designed for short 
uh, videos, short form videos, mm-hmm. and uh, informative videos. Yeah, and they allow you. They they want you to dance in them as well, but it's not to promote new music. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's that's what we're talking about here. Like this new music promotion on TikTok is is overrated. It's, yeah, it's very overrated. But hey, I guess that's just the new the new kid on the block. Like TikTok is mm-hmm. that bitch now. Cause Vine, we have Vine. Vine for was like Vine lasted for like what nine months? Yeah. Was it Vine? It was no. dude, yeah. I think it is Vine dude for the Vine. I think it was. Yeah, Vine musically mm-hmm. Um, I didn't really know much about I didn't really musically. Get into musically, yeah. Um, and then Triller with Triller. I believe Triller is. I think they went to something else, but they're still around. And then you had um, who else? MySpace, I guess. MySpace really introduced a lot of new music. You could easily find stuff. Oh, SoundCloud. You know, SoundCloud is still around. booming though. Yes. Like you can always find new artists there. Spotify is doing really well too. Yeah. Just use, I feel like just, okay, here's the thing. Okay, we're not trying to say restrict yourself to any possible platforms to use to promote yourself. But if you're going to promote yourself, still do the fucking work. Do the work. You don't have to, you know, say, I, I just don't like lazy work. And really interact with your, with your fans. With your fans, yes. <laughs> because... You think really interacting with your fans is through Twitter and through comments. Like, mm-hmm. that's not real interaction with your fans. You actually go out there and meet your fans and see your fans, you know, jumping for joy and happy and is so excited to see you because this this is somebody that they listen to daily and they really are inspired by or see you as a role model. That's when you know if you've really done your work and you be- you become into that legendary status or that icon status because you've interacted with people that genuinely feel a connection to you mm-hmm. through your music. And another reason why Vine failed was because they got greedy. Oh. So they got greedy and they sold it to Twitter thinking, you know, if they use it as a cross platform or whatever, um, they would, you know, encourage Twitter users to create more content. You said they sold it to them. Yeah. So um, Twitter, so Vine, you know, they, you know, they got greedy. You know, what I'm saying, sold it to Twitter, thinking using it as a, you know, cross platform basis would encourage Twitter users to create more content on Vine. But you got to think about it. Twitter has been around for a minute, so Bro. you can't sit here as a new company come out with something and then be like, oh, we're going to partner with you and we're going to sell our business to you because that's going to make your already solidified clients switch over to us. That made no damn sense. But the reason why TikTok had um, uh, grew the way it did was because they didn't get greedy. They was really creative on how they wanted to execute it and it turned out bigger than what well, they expected it to right. be. So six hundred and eighty nine million monthly users. <laughs> and that's worldwide. Worldwide. And I, most countries have it banned. I know um China, I believe, has it banned. I think China banned it. Um I know Korea when I was over there, they, they tried to ban it, but it didn't work. You know, Koreans love it, hell. Everybody loves it. So I mean it's a and it was it was a great way to bring everybody together doing such a, a damping 
a damper time mm -hmm. in the world with this pandemic. So just bringing everybody together and dancing and singing and doing funny skits and memes and challenges and all this stuff just really brought the world together. But we ain't all the way together yet because these niggas still shooting us and killing us. They are. <laughs> so let's not they forget don't, that. Don't, let's not forget that. But um, it's a good way to get your mind off all that stuff at the end of the day. And then TikTok also, and, and again, this wasn't a bashing uh, podcast to bash TikTok because truth be told, um, TikTok has did what it needed to do. Um, highlight and bring artists to the forefront and give them another platform because every five years things are constantly changing they're constantly changing constantly going on i have to give kudos to tiktok because they have given adults our age um if you're aging um, between 25 plus. 25 plus i'm gonna say that <laughs> um they're giving us a way to be creative again and be interactive with this new generation because mm -hmm. you know sometimes you don't feel so connected to the new generation because they just sometimes are off the walls and just Listen. stupid. So <laughs> well, we're not gonna call you stupid. We're gonna just call you unseasoned. Something, something ain't right in the water. But uh, <laughs> look at us. I know ain't shit right in the water. <laughs> yeah. But it just gave us a way to glue glue the, our generations and yeah, shit together, together like. DIYs, I, shit. I didn't know. Yes, yeah, a lot of shit. I didn't. I not did know not know I could make half the stuff that I made um, doing DIYs. You will go broke, right? Making them, even though you go into Dollar Tree and Family Dollar and all these, you know, these crafts and arts places. But I will say that outside of um, artists using TikTok as a crutch, people of our generation, we actually look towards TikTok to learn. Things, things not to yeah. uh allow it to hinder us and affect our people skills also um i love the fact that they're allowing cooks chefs to broadcast their business now stuff like that i like mm -hmm. because they're broadcasting it. these are people that nobody really knows and they're trying to get their business up and running if facebook wasn't working or if instagram wasn't you know you know a big enough platform for them and it encourages people who doubted their abilities to go out there and do it again i.e myself like i love cooking like something that i've been doing for a long time even though i've been doing it for a while watching tiktok and seeing these different food videos i'm like you know what well, shit let me go ahead and create my own thing and just keep it moving another thing is like you said it gave us something to laugh about because they had a lot of voiceovers of voiceovers that we could do like the Medea, uh, the Medea, uh, voice voiceovers, different movie, uh, uh, clips from different movies and whatnot. Have you? I thought that was fun, I thought that was a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. But come on, artists, y'all gotta do a lot. Better and then it's, it's, it's crazy because then you have TikTok being the, the seventh largest app. But you still have, of course, Instagram and Twitter and Snapchat before them. Mm -hmm. But it's crazy how, you know, Instagram jack uh, TikTok style with the reels. And then you have Snapchat. Um, I believe they came out with something as well. But then Twitter decided to do their little fleet. Yeah. Well, and they, it's like. I was looking at that. I said, what the fuck is that? What the fuck is the fleet? 
Oh God! Well, well, you know, well, everybody in, knows in the, the LGBT community, Q plus A through Z. Yes, y'all know what that. We is. know what a fleet is, but Listen. they could have called it a a a, a, a tweet or a tweet story, a chirp, or a chirp. Yeah, a chirp. Why well, had to be? A I fleet. like that. <laughs> you need to um, copyright that shit. Oh, whoa, chirp, chirp, that chirp. That's a check. That's a check. <laughs> but yeah, like they 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 pretty much took TikTok's idea and tried to put it on their platform. Um, and I know Instagram is ran by Facebook, so that's Facebook doing that bullshit. Yeah, I did not. I didn't Mark realize. Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> I did not know um, Facebook where they bought out Instagram. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yep. yep. That's the reason why, like, when you post stuff, it's like a uh, post story to your Instagram and your Facebook. Facebook. No, yep. Facebook for me is more so family and like yeah. business for oriented. Me. Yeah. Instagram is you know thought and bopping. I wouldn't even say that. I, I think that now I feel like Instagram should be a platform for artists. That's yeah. Instagram and YouTube. I feel like they need to use well, Instagram and YouTube well, you strictly know, for music. When Instagram first came out, it was basically just focused on pictures, just pictures. Mm, nothing but pictures. Twitter was nothing but words. Mm-hmm. And then they decided to, you know, let you put pictures and gifts and stuff in there. Mm-hmm. GIFs, the way we call it. GIFs. Yeah. But, um, and then. Now it's, it's like Tumblr had shut down at one point, and yeah, now Tumblr, Tumblr stuff that went over to Twitter, and now we get all the extra, you know, X, 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 X right. on Twitter. <laughs> That's the reason why I'd be scared. I'd be and like, you get some XXX on TikTok too now. Yeah, depending on your for you pages. And yes. there's something else, parents. <laughs> If you letting your kids have a TikTok, make sure that you watching what they looking at because everybody DPs, right? Because them for you pages are very dangerous, it's swinging and thinking. Listen, <laughs> but I and like you said, TikTok is addictive because I would find myself just scrolling and watching people just do videos oh, li- over and over. Listen, and over I do not DIYs. I do not open that devil app. I got it mm-hmm. on my phone. I don't open my, but app I phone. don't open it unless I'm like. I have I don't have shit to do and I oh, just you trying to figure out how to do something right or I, you know or I go back and look at some old TikTok videos that I did right but I do not get on that app. I have 151 shit. notifications on TikTok and that's just because of the last TikTok that I posted. Mm-hmm. I had did um I think I had did a um I did a the a skit. It yeah. was the. The, the hiring job skit or some shit like that. I don't remember. But now I'm seeing all of my friends from the military. I got, we got drill sergeants up there making TikToks. Yeah. And that's something else. I'm just like, what? Yeah, like, like the military. Like, and the military is actually fond of it because, you know, they they let um, they let recruiters and stuff like that get social media pages. And, so that way they can um, promote. Yeah, promote recruiting. on a government phone. So. Mm-hmm. Hey, it, it, because it's a way to interact with the new generation coming up That's to true. actually join the military. So that was actually creative as well. But yeah, I don't get on the app for nothing because I will sit there and I will lay there all night and keep yeah, strolling, strolling, like, strolling, strolling, that? strolling. Like, That's is that con- brain and it's like they they know how to time it too. It's like the the time the length of the videos mm-hmm. is is the right amount for your attention span mm-hmm. for you to just stay interactive and keep watching like they they really the way they formatted it they knew what they was doing when they made it that sound like some mind control shit that i'm not trying to be a part of yeah Yeah. don't get me wrong i learned how to i learned how to do a lot of diys like these little um things on my table right here Mm -hmm. um 
I did those. And then the actual flower red thing that I had um, during Christmas time, I did that too as well. I did the, that, the little red flower, red and orange flower piece that's outside on the porch. I did a few other um, DIYs that was in here that I thought was pretty interesting. But after that, I kind of just kind of stopped because this is shit I already know how to do. I can do it on my own. Right. <laughs> I just need like a boost. But sometimes it's just fun to see other people do it. Yeah. So. Now, I, now, don't get me wrong. I don't waste a few hundred dollars on damn E600 glue and glue guns yeah, and like shit. Like, I'm like, I'm not shit. doing this shit no more. <laughs> Fuck that. I'm going to just go to at home and buy it. Right. I ain't got time for it. And, and, and at no, you know, at no point of this, you know, we are saying that you should not have TikTok or you should stop doing the challenges. If it's life-threatening, don't do it. Mm-hmm. We're not saying that at all, but we just want to understand why is it that every time something new comes out, the authenticity of something before, it just loses its value. It's whole value. It just goes out the window completely. Mm-hmm. That's that's sad. Like I just really think that it's kind of sad. Yeah. So you know, let us know what y'all think about TikTok down in the comment sections. Um, because you know, it's growing on everybody. I hell I even see grandmas and grandpas up there doing it. So it's just not the new generation doing it. It's everybody doing it. Hell my mama on it. From what I heard, wow, I heard she went. I heard she went viral. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> but I don't. Want, oh. I don't want to see it. But um, yeah. So I mean, everybody's doing it. Just let us know what you think about it. Let us know if you're very active on there. What you like about it. What you don't um, like about right, it. Right. What you don't like about it. Um, and let us know which if you had kids or if you if you do have kids. Um, did I say that right? If you do have kids, if, if you, you don't have kids. kids yeah. Let us know what what would you do in that case. You know, would you let them be on there? Would you not let them be on there? Like that's because that's kind of it's it's a lot. It is a lot up there. It's It's, a lot for the walking your house and you see your kids in there. You know, shaking their ass to and that's making a stallion. But you can't. But how can you get mad? Because right, because it's there and you bought the phone, girl. You bought the phone. That's right. what they're doing. <laughs> on a, on another scale, I don't want to derail, but I just I really want to say this. Don't kill me, rap. Just don't kill me. But if you have been following the George Floyd case, um, finally we have some news on his verdict, which was he was guilty on all three counts of murder. However, before we start to celebrate, we need to understand that the time has to match the punishment. And I'm not going to go into details of each charge of how much time that it holds. However, just before we start, you know, getting excited, there's two things that has to be understood. One, no matter how much time he gets, it cannot bring back George Floyd and it will never replace the memories that the family has of the final moments of him passing away. And two, like again, like I said, the time has to match the punishment because we because we already know america miss mama's as shady as she can be mm-hmm. and she will blindside you quickly real quick so don't don't be fooled do not be fooled um, but, but that is good to hear that you know all three counts were found guilty mm-hmm. by the jury and this was just in an hour ago so mm-hmm. we're um like, we're not a we're not a breaking news uh yeah podcast but hey 
this is just informing you of what happened if you haven't Public heard the news. Record. Yeah, it's on Google too, girl. Everywhere. So this wraps up this uh, episode of the collection plate. I think I've, I I really liked this topic. Yeah. I, I like this topic. I'm, was, I might go make me a damn TikTok video after this. I'm not. I'm not going to. No, you're going to do it with me. No, you're <laughs> not going to do it. It's not We're going to go do the uh, soldier challenge. You know, she make it clap, clap, clap. She make it clap. clap. What the fuck is that? I don't know. It's a soldier boy challenge from a soldier boy song that came out years ago. Years ago. ago. Yeah. No, I, I want to do like a movie skit. Oh, see, like he likes to pre- act. Yeah, I like to, I'm, I like to act. I like things. to twerk. That's the problem. <laughs> That's the problem. <laughs> That's where our age difference is, I guess. Clearly. Because <laughs> you mid-20s and I'm 30-something. Yes. It's nobody's business. But still, mid-30? like, oh, yes, I am. You're mid thirty. Oh, bitch, you trying to be funny. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you trying to be funny. I said I'm 30-something. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. okay. I want to I wanna do, like, movie skits. Like, get your shit and get out. Oh, get <laughs> your shit? Get out. But no. But, yeah. All right, y'all. <laughs> We're going to leave y'all alone. Bye. Peace. Thank you all for tuning in to another podcast episode of The Collection Plate with Bam and Raphael. Don't forget to check us out on all podcast streaming platforms such as Apple, Google, Stitcher, and Amazon. We cannot wait to talk to y'all next week with all new church announcements and earworthy discussions. So keep listening and let the church say amen.